Right. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Neville Goddard Podcast. My name is Mr. 2020, and you are listening to Mr. 2020 live from Melbourne, Australia. All rights reserved and all media. Alrighty, so, ready? Let's dive in. <clears throat> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I want you to explore dismissed. You can go now. We're done. Right. There's an attitude here that you need to get <clears throat> right. You see, I, I mention things often for a reason, like how as a child, a young man, I would go to the corner bookstore and they had the up-and-coming financial crisis, 1972 edition, 1974 edition, 1978 edition, 1980 edition, and me asking Mrs. Leonard, what's the difference? And she tells me it's the cover. <clears throat> same data, updated a little bit. The books got a little thicker. But it was the same premise. We're all going to die or it's going to be we're starving in the streets. <clears throat> Combining that with the never-ending up... Uh, Armageddon updates that I got from uh, people in the Catholic Church. Uh, I just gave up on it all and went right. <laughs> See, that's what you get to do. Neville Goddard says to buy the pearl. Pearlpowerpack.com Right? Neville says there's one cause, and it's not the news, it's not the trends. Stop chasing the tail. You see, you've got to develop attitude. I notice attitude shows up in this space. When, it, when I decided to be someone who... <clears throat> well, let me take a drink here. I've got this tea, and apparently I need a drink. Mmm. Fresh ginger tea. Seriously, this is good shit. Right. So when I decided that I would be someone who is self-made wealth, that could be a state. <clears throat> self-made wealth. You don't got to worry about anything running out if you explore that. And by the way, you can explore that and get money from other people or a lottery win or whatever. But when you get that you, yourself, you made it. You made it happen. You get to d dismiss everything else. You know, Victoria and I, we were in different relationships before. We even had different relationships in different countries. And we met in middle age. And statistically, if you've had bad relationships and uh, you're in middle age, getting married again is not a good decision. Most people that I know... If they get into a permanent relationship, they don't make it permanent. They, well, I've got this thing called a life partner. You see, I'm a little old-fashioned. I hold open doors for little old ladies, middle-aged women, young, attractive girls, seven-year-olds, right? Mommies with prams, old guys even, young guys too. I hold the door open for anyone and everyone. I'm that guy. And sometimes, you know, so I'm holding the door open the other day and this feminazi goes through. I have no problem with, with women, by the way. I do have problems with arrogance. 
And she looks at me like, right. And I had a giggle. And she went nuts on the inside. You could watch it. Because I don't know what she's imagining, but I'm just being nice. And here's the thing, guys. You get to imagine what you... You get to notice what you're imagining. And we live in a world right now where there are so many snowflakes because people are imagining that they're this unique little piece of ice and when any sunshine shines upon you, you melt and dissolve. And I am not a fan of the snowflake society. I really am not. I'm a fan of you discovering you are the sunshine. I keep talking about this. And from what I can tell, you are the sunshine. Most people don't know that. A lot of people watch... Remember the old-fashioned projectors? God, there's going to be a point where nobody even knows what they are. But there was a light bulb, and then there was some celluloid. It was like a film... Or maybe a slideshow. We had those growing up in school. We had slideshows where the light would go shine through the celluloid and up on the wall. You could see the movie or the slide, the image. And then the sound would come out of this little tinny speaker in the back of the room. Right? It was so primitive when I was a kid. Right? Back before they invented DVDs and big screen TVs, instant streaming shit. You see, here's the thing. If people settled for what was, you'd be watching what I watched growing up. And a lot of people are watching what I watched growing up. They're going, oh my God, there's an up-and-coming financial crisis. Fell at the pool asked me the other day. He says, what do you think about this guy flying over to the U.S. to meet with those people? And I says, I have no idea what you're talking about. And he said it was our, our, our treasury guy. I was like, all right, and who do you meet with? They're treasury guys. Right, and everyone's worried about the up-and-coming global financial crisis thing. I'm not worried about it. I could give a shit. You see, I go, right, <laughs> whatever. Because here's the thing, you know, y'all know I love Bill Bryson. Victoria and I listen to Bill Bryson all the time, and one of his books is called something like One Summer, or 1927. And it's about uh, 1927, mostly about one summer. Right? They talk about brilliant. And you know what was going on in 1927? Uh, baseball was being reinvented. Radio. Radio was coming onto the scene in new and exciting ways. Right? Baseball was being reinvented. Radio. I just said all that. There was an up and coming financial crisis. And yeah, there was. But guess what? There were people that made a difference in the world. There were people that had great impact and great incomes. And then there were people that stood in bread lines. Right? They imagined the news. They listened to the news. They listened to people listening to the news. And I just go, right. Because I'm mission-oriented. See, I've got a tiny little mission. I changed my name to the number 2020, literally, the number associated with perfect vision because I notice you can't live what most people would call a perfect or satisfying life without coming from your vision, period. What are you here to do? What's the song you came here to sing? What's the dance you came here to dance? See, I'm really picky who I work with. I ask a couple questions. Why me? Why now? And if I don't get a decent answer, if I get something that's trite and artfully vague, I, I radio, 
uninterested. And I'm talking live work, by the way. This is not a crass commercial for that. I only do like five hours a week, between three and seven, right? I don't want to litter up any more of my time. I, I am very picky. I want to work with people I know, love, and trust. And here's why. Let's tie it in. Right. See, you've got to be able to take that and give it. You've got to be able to take a no and give a no. Because if you can't, take a right. See, people tell me, you know what, I want to make $500,000 a year. So cool, doing what? And they tell me, and I say, right, have you figured out that that's not possible with what you're currently doing? And, and I'm the one, yes, yeah, sometimes people say, well, I thought anything was possible. I says, well, you know, I, I'm not into turning cat shit into, into chocolate. I'm not into putting cat shit into your coffee either. See, here's the thing. Right? Can you make a million dollars a year while making muffins? Sure. But odds are if you've got one little oven and you're making muffins and selling them on the street corner, you're not going to make a million dollars from doing that. You may make it while doing that. And this is where we get to play with stuff like right. Because you get to start rejecting silly shit. You get to start rejecting your rational mind, trying to figure it out. You get to reject getting in your own way. Because the one thing that I notice time and time again that gets in the way of so many people that could be amazingly successful is this. They don't have the power of right. Watch me. Because until you have the power of right, watch me. You get that brings a second element into it. The first is your attitude. The second is, okay, cool, dimensionality. See, if I say you can't make a million dollars from making muffins out of your oven, that's one way to look at it. But if you can take that and we can dive deeper and explore what is it you really want? How could it actually happen? What's the role you get to play? Because if you try to force wine skin into, well, if you try to force new wine into old wine skins, it doesn't have much fun. Here's one more. I used to teach uh, little wilderness courses in the outback of Pennsylvania, right? In the backwoods of Pennsylvania. And I'd teach people how to make fire by rubbing two sticks together. I'd take them on what we called weed walks. I'd want you to be able to identify 30 to 50 edible medicinal and utilitarian plants in a couple hours. I wanted you to get how friendly the world is to you. And by doing that, I got people to discover their true nature. Just a lot of fun. But here's the thing. Doing little tiny weed walks, doing little tiny courses. That wasn't going to make me a millionaire. On the other hand, this thing called the internet was up and coming. And I was developing all sorts of skills with teaching, with tracking, with writing. And those skills served me because as I was imagining worldwide impact, people discovering who they are and how this worked, I can still share stories and experience from my old tracking days, from rubbing two sticks together, Triple D people, you know what I'm talking about. I can share the stories and I can invite you to do the same. Because could I make a million dollars holding little 12 people to 20 people courses in the southwestern Pennsylvania? Uh, no. But could that be a part of how my income and impact comes to fruition? Yes. 
I'm a massive fan of doing what you love while making great money. I'm a massive fan of setting the stage, not going with the stage that has been set. I'm a massive fan of... See, people tell me, the universe has your back, Mr. 20. I say, the universe is dead. I'm what gives it life. People say, the universe has my back. I go, right. <laughs> That's like saying, pizza has my back. No, I give pizza life. So if you got gold today, if you get what I'm doing is I'm exploring the pearl in some new and lovely ways. Pearlpowerpack.com. We did three really cool calls back in June, July. You know, freedom, time of year. <laughs> you know the backstory of that. 21,237 emails. Pearlpowerpack.com. Go there, dive in. If you got the email this morning about the streetcar method and the coffee game, make sure you give Q a holler. In other words, get his little $3 book. I know, it's not that big. And that's purposeful because it should be a quick read and a speedy implementation, and it's 3 bucks. Give him a review while you're at it. Sharing is caring. That's what I got, gang. Have a lovely day. And if you have any questions, drop me an email. I love hearing from you. See ya.